breath of God. Come from the four winds, breathe on these slain, that they may live. The breath of God is to breathe the comfort of peace, the peace of God. We have in Jesus the Messiah, through a gentle, quiet voice, through psalms and hymns, readings and poetry. And God said to Elijah, Go forth and stand upon the mount of the Lord. And the Lord was not in the wind. The Lord was not in the earthquake. The Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. And it was so, when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out to listen. And behold, there came a voice unto him. Experience the breath of God as he heals the brokenhearted, proclaims liberty to the captive, comforts those who mourn in Zion, gives beauty for ashes and the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. My prayer for you is let the word of the Messiah in all its richness live in you in all wisdom as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude to God in your heart. Now enter into the Holy of Holies with me. Experience the presence of God as we explore the message today, beginning with my own personal testimony, the breath of God. I was living in Venice Beach, California. Weird things happen in Venice, California. But this night changed my life forever. I had been suffering with severe depression, anorexia nervosa, and bulimia. I had been diagnosed with mental illness called manic depression. I locked myself in my room for days at a time and mutilated my body. When I went to sleep at night, I was tormented by horrific nightmares of blood and monsters, ghosts, spirits, demons, nightmares of murder and violence, of sheer terror. I was afraid to go to sleep every night and had been for years. I was taking speed, suicidal, hallucinating, and destroying myself. Even though I was surrounded by self-help, new age, and alternate religious books, I felt lost and hopeless in a pit of despair. I didn't believe in Satan. I didn't believe in demons. I believed in God, but I believed there were many ways to him. I believed that Jesus was a good man, God's son, a teacher, a prophet, but I didn't believe he was with God and was God. I didn't believe he was the only way to God. One night, in the depth of my despair, I called out to Jesus Christ, alone in my bathroom. When I called out his name, I said, Jesus, deliver me. And at that moment, what I would call a huge supernatural breath, sucked demonic creatures off my body. I saw them, about five of them, transparent, clawed, winged, and fanged-looking creatures, sucked off my body by the breath of God. In an instant, the split of a second, I was free. At that moment, I knew there was a Satan who hated me and desired to destroy my soul. I knew those demons had been sent to oppress me and drive me to suicide. And I knew at that moment the one name above all names who we should call upon to save us is Jesus. I laid in the bathroom floor for a long time, and then I cried and fell asleep. The next morning I took communion, just me and God, in my little room by the beach, 
I committed my soul to him, to his son, to Jesus the Messiah, the one who had sucked creatures of darkness and destruction off of my body. I stayed quiet with him all day, and the next morning I woke up with a song in my heart. I had joy coming out of the depth of my being and peace. Where there had been loneliness, pain, hopelessness, and desperation, a song had begun, the most beautiful song I had ever heard, a song of heaven, of angels, of laughter, of peace. The difference of Jesus is peace. I grabbed my guitar and I went down to the boardwalk. I sang, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I knew, I just knew, Jesus Christ was the Messiah, the Lord, the Savior of the whole world. My life was changed forever and still is. And now I come to you with this message in his name, the only name one must call on to be saved, and anyone who calls upon him who gives the right to be sons and daughters of God. Lord, I pray you will bring your comfort, your peace to those who are serving and hurting and mourning today, to those who are searching for you, crying out to you with their voice from their lips or in the depths of the silence of their hearts. For truly you hear our hearts even before we speak. Prepare our hearts, Lord, as we read Psalm 142. I cry out to the Lord with my voice. I pour out my complaint before him. I confess to him all my troubles. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, the Lord, you, you alone knew my path. I look for you on my right hand, but who would know me? Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. I cried unto thee, O Lord. You are my refuge. I pour out my prayer unto thee, for you are my portion, Lord. Attend unto my cry and bring my soul out of prison, that I might praise your name, for you will deal bountifully with me. I ask that you would allow comfort to come to those who are suffering today, and you would allow me to bring that comfort as you have comforted me with your peace to each listener as we explore your word and your life in the presence of your Holy Spirit. Today I'm going to read to you from Luke 22, 66-71. At daybreak the council of the elders of the people, both the chief, chief priests and teachers of the law, met together, and Jesus was led before them. If you are the Messiah, they said, tell us, Jesus answered, If I tell you, you will not believe me. And if I asked you, you would not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the mighty God. They all asked, Are you the Son of God? Jesus replied, You are right in saying, I am. Then they said, Why do we need any more testimony? We have heard it from his own lips. Now enter in today with me in the inner court of the temple before the council of the Sanhedrin. Enter in in a writing called I Am Thinking of You. It's written in the person of Jesus Christ. And it is a time for meditation, for prayer. And I invite you now to enter into me 
with me to the courts of the Sanhedrin. As I walked, chained and bound, into the inner court of the temple to stand before the council of the Sanhedrin, I recounted these words written in the prophet Isaiah. All day I have stretched out my hands to a rebellious house, my people Israel, and perhaps those of your house. One day they will look on me, Jesus, the righteous Messiah, whom they have pierced. When I come with my saints in the clouds to stand on the Mount of Olives once again, but for two thousand years they have been trapped in darkness. A thick veil lays over their heart whenever the law of Moses is read. The one who stood before them came to fulfill the law. Hard hearts make blind eyes. The prisoners who stood before me, disguised as the Pharisees and Sadducees, were blind guides, the blind leading the blind. And it was for these I had to die, and for you, when you are blind. Open your eyes, look at me. I am dying and broken, bleeding just for you. I have come to take away the veil, now where I am, and there is the Spirit of the Lord. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. You can behold me with open face. Come into the Holy of Holies. You may come. You may approach the mercy seat of your God. For when I died, the veil, the curtain of the temple which separated the Holy of Holies from the common man was torn in half from top to bottom, torn completely, replaced by my blood. So there is nothing but the blood of Jesus the Messiah which we must enter in. God has given no one else authority in this earth and in heaven by which we may have access to him, only by the precious blood of his Son, Jesus. For it is written in Hebrews, God, Elohim, who at various times and in diverse manners spoke in the past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, who he has appointed, chosen, to be heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who, being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he by himself cleansed, purged, and made atonement for our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, Adonai, our Lord, our God. For the Son, being made much better than the angels, has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For to which of the angels has he said at any time, You are my Son, this day I have created you and given you birth. And again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And to whom has Adonai said, Let all the angels of God worship him, but to the Son, Adonai says, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The authority, the scepter of righteousness, is the scepter of thy kingdom. You have loved righteousness and have hated iniquity. Therefore God, even by God, has anointed you, the Anointed One, the Messiah, the Savior of the whole world. 
What kind of God would he be to have authority without compassion? Jesus is the compassion of God. Jesus is God sacrificing himself for our sins when he knew, when he had determined there wasn't any other way. Jesus, the fulfillment of the 328 prophecies of the Messiah and the Tanakh, was the way, is the way. And as I, Jesus of Nazareth, stood before the teachers of the Torah, the leaders of the Counselor, now grew uneasy. Tell us if you are the Messiah. I answered, If I tell you, you will not believe me. But from now, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of God. The Pharisees and Sadducees jeered louder. Are you the Son of God? I replied, You are right in saying, I am. The air was so thick, you could cut it with a knife. That's how it is with the word of God. The word made flesh stood before them, and their hearts were sliced with the double-edged sword. The word that discerns the intentions of their hearts, that divides between soul and spirit. Their hearts were being revealed. Their intentions lying naked. The secret sins of their hearts laid bare before them. It reminded them of the day they had caught the woman in adultery. And when they had took her to me, Jesus, to demand the punishment of death by stoning, as it is written in the Torah, I began to write their sins in the sand. Let he who is among you without sin cast the first stone. As the crowd backed away, the sins written in the sand convicted their deepest, most hidden thoughts and actions. They murmured among themselves, Who is he? one who speaks with such authority. Just as you might be caught in adultery or catch the person you love or lie in wait to catch your neighbor or a person sitting next to you in your church or synagogue, I am not lying in wait to catch you. I am dying to snatch you from the very jaws of hell itself. Yes, the punishment for adultery as written in the Torah is death, but you have a Messiah a Savior who is standing in the way, the stones are thrown at me instead, just as they are thrown at me tonight. I am taking the punishment for you, as I must this night complete the walk to the cross, to be crucified, to die for the sins that you, your loved one, or your neighbor may commit, so that when you or they are dragged out into public view, and the crowd gathers round to receive their due, I am thinking of you. I am being punished for you. My soul is poured out to death for you, so that when you deserve death, I have died. I have paid the price for you. The price for your sin is death, and I have paid in full, so that when you cry out for mercy, your Savior your Lamb of God sits on the mercy seat for you, saying, I forgive you. My Father forgives you, for I am the righteous Messiah who atones for the sins of the whole world. For anyone who calls on my name, the name of Jesus, the only name given for which men and women can be saved, I died for you because I was thinking of you. When I got up in the temple to quote from Isaiah 61, 
But the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then I closed the Torah, gave it back to the steward, and sat down. All the eyes of the synagogue were fixed on me as I proclaimed, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. Isn't this Joseph's son? The people murmured. How is it he speaks with the authority of God? Yet this night, the stones flew, black stones, each one. Guilty, guilty, guilty! And each one left a residue on the hands of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Black fit, stains of their own guilty conscience. They would wash their hands many times after this day, but never feel quite clean again. Come to me, find forgiveness. Though you forget me, I will not forget you. I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. When you have slammed the doors in your own face, I am the door. I am the door of the sheep, the shepherd who lays down his life, the door of a perfect blood sacrifice. Where is your blood sacrifice, you teachers of the law? Where is your perfect lamb of God to atone for your sins? Even now you have no temple. How do you justify yourself? How are your good works going to give you entrance into the Holy of Holies? Perhaps the Lamb has come, and you did not receive him. You can receive me even now. Tell us, are you the Messiah, the Son of God? Yes, it is as you say, I am he. I say to all of you, in the future you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Savaot, the Almighty, and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, He has spoken blasphemy. Why do we need any more witnesses? Look, you have heard this blasphemy. What do you think? He is worthy of death. Then they spit in my face and struck me. The soldiers began to pound my face with their fists. Now is the hour for darkness to reign. Now, as the soldiers are hitting me, spitting in my face, they are shouting, Prophesy! Prophesy who hit you if you are the Messiah! I remained silent. I didn't say a word, for I was thinking of you. He was despised, Isaiah said, rejected of men. We esteemed him not, Surely he took on our infirmities and carried our sorrows, yet he was silent. He opened not his mouth. Now the soldiers were taking advantage of the situation. Every day I was in the temple, I said, but you did not lay a hand on me. I could have said, but now I was silent, as I must be until I had finished the work I was sent here to do. I opened not my mouth. A lamb led to the slaughter for you, for them, for all who have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, there wasn't any other way. When you have hit a dead end in your road of good works, when you have laid one law upon another, stretching a ladder up to heaven only to find out it is too short 
to reach the holy place of God? Look to the Lamb, whose blood covers the sins of the whole world. Look to the Messiah, who has endured the rejection of men, humbled himself, even unto death, and is now seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven, a heavenly door made possible by my blood, the blood of Jesus, the Savior, the righteous Messiah of Israel, and for anyone who calls on his name, call on my name now. I love you. I die for you. For after all, I am thinking of you. We praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father. There is nothing we can add to your sacrifice. There is nothing we can add to the perfect sacrifice of God. There is nothing I can do to make my way into your holy of holies. Lord, I don't deserve you, and yet you have given me the way. And I pray for all those right now, Lord, that you would convict their hearts. Lord, that you would set their hearts who are imprisoned to the law, that you would let their hearts be free in Jesus' name. That I have come not to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law. That you will find atonement and forgiveness in me. Lord, I pray that you would reveal their hearts and reveal your heart. Father, I pray for each one, Father, that you, in Jesus' name, by the power of Jesus the Messiah, would break every shackle and chain, and they would come out of the prison, and the veil would be lifted from their heart, in Jesus' name.
breath of God is a gift to you from your Father in heaven, brought to you by Evangelist Lori Malord, a Jewish believer in Jesus, the righteous Messiah, artist and author of No More Black Days and Walking Dead, owner of Whitestone Publishing, Los Angeles. We at the breath of God are praying for you. If you would like specific prayer, please send requests to the breath of God, 3489 Ashwood Avenue, Los Angeles, California, 90066. For a CD of the music you've heard, send $20. And for a copy of either book, No More Black Days or Walking Dead, send $15 to Whitestone Publishing, Los Angeles, 3489 Ashwood Avenue, Los Angeles, California, 90066. USA, or call 310-397-7214, or email lmalord at aol.com. <laughs>